episode 129 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. Against my better judgment, we're going to start with the 49ers because apparently that's something important that we have to talk about. So, Sam, take it away. Yeah, the biggest deal that's happened that just blew up. We didn't have a sh- anything planned for this show. And then, boom, Debo Samuel throwing a pissy fit on the 49ers just drops into our lap. I think the biggest thing with this story, Jason, is we got three questions to answer. We got the why, we got the what, and we got the where. And really, we got to start with the why. Why in the heck does Debo want to leave and demand a trade away from the San Francisco 49ers? Well, so I pulled up a report from Nature Report, and the the news that I am seeing says that Ian Rappaport of NFL Network reported Samuel has not been willing to engage in talks. That would be uh, trade talks. I mean, one trade talks, but more contract extension talks is what they're talking about. In large part because the root of his issue is not money. The pro bowler reportedly has displeasure with the way he's used within the 49ers offense. I don't even know how that's possible. He gets to play every single position on offense. They'd probably put him at left guard if he wanted to play. I wouldn't be surprised if he was really talented at that as well. So I think this is coming on that. Um, maybe this is a reaction to the fact that Devontae Adam got a five-year, $141 million contract. Tyreek Hill, we just saw him get signed to a four-year, $120 million contract. We know that DeAndre Hopkins has an average annual value of $27.3 million a year. All of these are coming from Bleacher Report, but we all know that. Um, Also, A.J. Brown was another wide receiver who is talking about, you know, getting a contract extension. So maybe, but we just, I mean, like I, I just read and it was reported that it's not about money. So if it truly isn't about money, then maybe you could speak to this more as a 49er fan. I don't... If it's, if it's coming off, if the reason strictly is because of the way that they use him in the offense, I wonder if he was dissatisfied by how much they used him as a running back, maybe? Because if he, if he wants to play wide receiver, but they want to put him at running back, is that what it – like, I, I have no idea because it seems – this is coming from somebody who doesn't play in the NFL, so wouldn't know, but it just seems like it would be fun to play both of those positions. He's so effective and so good at both. Yeah, I mean, so there's no way that we can give any insight on this. With The only no, person no. that knows is Debo Samuel of what's going yeah. on right now. All we can go off is what he looked like on the field, what we've heard, which has been very little this offseason about any discontent. It really just sounded like it was they were held up on money, but now money isn't an issue because they want to pay him like the top, like a top five receiver. And then he's saying that that's not that big of a deal. It's about the role and it's about, it's gotta be about how much he's running the ball and how much, how big his role is in that running game. And I think what it comes down to is maybe he's concerned that it's going to impact the longevity of his career. If he is getting that many hits and being that down, that much of a downhill runner year after year, it's going to lend to more injuries down the road. It's going to really shorten that career and shorten that payday for him. That's the only thing that I could think of because when Kyle Shanahan implemented him into that run game, it made him such a much more valuable player than what he was as just a wide receiver. And he was having a great year through, I think it was the first nine games when the Niners were struggling. He was having a great year receiving wise. I think he 
he was putting up close to a thousand yards in nine games. He had seven touchdowns receiving. And then once they flip the switch of, Hey, this guy's going to be almost a 50, 50, well, yeah. 75 or 70, 30, I'd say running and receiving. That's when it really took his game to the next level. And he was able to almost manage the game and like have put his complete stamp on the game. I, it just makes so much sense to me that he would want to be this player because it gives him the biggest role. And I think another thing too, and we're going to talk about what he's really going to garner in the trade market. But I think this coming out that he's unhappy with his role as that runner slash receiver, I think really hurts his value. Cause I think a lot of teams are going to be looking at this like, Oh, but we want to do what Kyle Shanahan and that offense did with you. Yeah. Like we and that's necessarily don't want you to be just a receiver. Right. And that's under the assumption that the, that his gripe is about being a runner, but at least from but the that, outside that's looking the in, thing. that's yeah. That, that I mean, from the outside looking in that seems like it, if, if based on what we're hearing, which is that it's not on, it's, it's not about money and it's about his role Then as fans and as people watching, you'd have to point to the running being the issue. So who knows? Um, we're probably going to learn more over the next few days, but yeah, that's sort of our thoughts on that whole thing. You you had two more things that we had yeah, to, uh, so, get to why and the, and the where and the who and the how. So we, I think we answered way. a little bit of the the why this is going on, and still we're going to probably learn a lot more. Maybe that relationship has deteriorated so much to where Debo just, no matter what, just wants to leave from the San Francisco. That I don't think is the case because I think from everything we've we've heard, um, and this might just be because I'm a fan, but. It sounds like John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have been like upstanding citizens and everything well, they've been handling. Not even I like stuff. Yeah, even with you as a fan, I agree with you. I was listening to ESPN earlier this week, and every report that I heard was that Debo and Shanahan are on good terms. Mm-hmm. And that was just earlier in the week on I think like Tuesday, and we're filming this on Wednesday. So yeah, well we'll get a clearer picture for that but for the what i think the two biggest things we have to look at is that Devonte adams trade that you mentioned and that tyree kill trade that you mentioned and going into that sort of the numbers that he's going to garner in in terms of extension i think those are the biggest things we got to talk about here obviously that um that adams deal that sent him to the raiders was for the 22nd pick this year and a second rounder this year and then that Hill trade was a total of five picks with a first and second in this year's draft. So going off of those deals, um, I think it's fair to say that Samuels, with his production, maybe not because it's been as consistent as those two guys, but really he was, his production said enough that he is a top wide receiver in this league. Does he sort of get something like that in return for the Niners? Well, I was thinking, I was thinking so, but something you said earlier made me second guess that because I think you might be right. If, if Debo's contention right now is the fact that, and this is just an assumption mm-hmm. based on what we've heard, but if it really is a matter of him not wanting to run the ball as much, then. I wonder if that does actually diminish what teams would have been willing to pay him. Um, or I wonder if it does the opposite. Because think about it this way. Think about think about Zeke and how much money he got paid. And ever since he got paid, his production 
has just gone down. And I, I actually give me one second because it's funny that I just a coincidence that this thought came to me because I saw something earlier uh, in the week. It was from CBS and they had posted something about Zeke's production level ever since he well, signed the deal. Worse and worse. It's gotten worse every single year. Here it is. Yeah. So in 2016, he was averaging 108 yards per game. Then I'll just go 17, 18, 19, 20, all the 21. So it was 108 yards, 98 yards, 95, 84, 65, and 58. So running backs get pounded and pounded and pounded and pounded and pounded. And it's hard to justify paying a lot of money when, one, you could get so many different running backs. And usually they go downhill, unless you're Frankel. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if it's going to do one of two things. I could hear an argument saying, we're not going to pay you as much because you're not going to do as much as we want you to do. But then on the other hand, well, now we're going to pay you a little bit more because your risk of getting injured as a running back is now no longer present. So now we're just going to pay you as a wide receiver. I could see it going both ways, depending on what team he actually goes to. Yeah, I think I think the Niners will definitely be looking for – no less than a first and a second in this next year's draft. I think that's definitely because they don't want to trade Debo. That would be worst case scenario. They definitely want to try to figure this out because it's definitely worked last year. There's no doubt about that, that the two of them in that partnership worked last year. Um, In terms of his value, I, I just think that this is hurting his value because Right now, I think it's easy to say he, with everything that he brings to the table, he is the only person in the NFL, presumably, that can do what he did last year with running the ball and catching at that high of a clip. I think he's the only person that could do that. Um, This is like... Yeah, the only one who, and I don't mean to cut you off, but the only one who I could think of would be uh, Cordell Patterson. Yeah, but that's such a, like a... Like Cordell even, Patterson, I think it's like a budget version. Of yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not, it's not even the same. So, yeah, I think it's like at that level. Comparison, I think, yeah. Where he can impact the game with running the ball as effectively as all, and also yeah. being that prevalent in the catching game. But this is like if Lamar Jackson one day, it, during his contract talks, if he's like, you know what, Baltimore, I'm not running the ball anymore. I'm just going to be a pocket passer. That diminishes his value as a player substantially and that's sort of this along the same lines as what this Debo thing is if we're supposed to and maybe he's not trying to eliminate it at all maybe the Niners went to him and was like hey you know what 95% of the snaps you're going to be a running back next year and then 5% of those snaps you're going to be a receiver and he was like whoa 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 that's ridiculous maybe that was the case right but if we're going to assume that it's going to be sort of that same role that he had last year and he wants to diminish that it's diminishing his value in the same way that if Lamar was to totally get rid of the thing that makes him special and unique to players at that position, that diminishes his value. Potentially. Yeah. It just, again, I think it depends on perspective. Um, Cause if you're going to a team that already has a running back, then you don't need to worry about him running the ball um, all that much. Maybe you don't need it. Maybe you just work it in like, like a couple of trick plays here and there, like maybe a Kansas city chief style end around run with Debo Samuel type thing, um, <clears throat> or put him in the backfield as a decoy. But if you have a team 
that doesn't have a great established running back, well, now you have a reason to use Debo Samuel as your running back more often than not. So I think it depends on the situation that that he goes to in that sense. So no, I, I, I think Debo I think he's definitely going to get that value. Um, it's just really interesting because I think he's going to have to back off that stance and really clarify. No, I'm still willing to do everything for this new team to allow them to win. Cause it's almost seems like yeah. he's taking a stance of like, like a selfish stance of, Oh, I'm not willing to do that. If it means we're not going to win type of thing, right. which is tough to take as a, as a player. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing is where, where will he end up? What team can really first off meet the Niners asking price and also give Debo that big contract and what team needs him or wants him? All three of those things are definitely at play. I'm going to assume right now for me that the 49ers are still going to, they're still going to find a way to keep him. That would be, that would be what I'm going to assume is going to happen. That he's still going to end up with, the 49ers. Uh, <clears throat> I saw a lot of people throw out. I shouldn't say a lot of people. I saw a lot of different outlets throw out teams um, mm-hmm. that could use him right now. The Jets came up almost everywhere. Yep. Some of the Lions come up in one spot. Uh, the Packers came up. Um, Kansas City. I know Kansas City. Yes, Kansas City was the other big one that came up about as often as uh, the Jets. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying, if he goes to Kansas City, that I'm going to lose it. <laughs> um, it, like, it, there's not a question right now as to what the best division in football is, and I don't know if there's a question to maybe what the best division in like football history has ever been right mm-hmm. now. Um, but yeah. if Debo went to Kansas City, that would be – that is worst case scenario for not only me as a Raider fan, but like every team in that division as well. Cause he adds a whole other element. You think that Kansas city offense is dangerous now, man, I I'm here to, I can't say whether or not they'd be better or worse with that, with Debo or Tyreek. That's how much of an impact player Debo could be. Cause he's not as fast as Tyreek, but he does a hell of a lot more overall, I think. He's then, not as much um, of a deep threat, but he's definitely no. – he adds a different element to the yeah, game. It's, yeah, sure. it's just – so um, I saw one place suggest the Cowboys. And the only reason why I could see maybe that being a trade back and forth is if they – is if Debo agreed to be a semi-running back and then part, partnering him with uh, Zeke and then the 49ers getting Pollard as their main running back, who's at this point better than Zeke. I think that's <laughs> safe to say. Yeah. Um, so I could see that being maybe a trade where they go, okay, we have Zeke. We still like Zeke. We can't get rid of Zeke because we paid him all this money. We're going to bring in Debo to sort of do what Tony Pollard did, maybe a little bit more, and plays wide receiver. Yeah. And then in return, the 49ers get a pick plus a starting running back. So that made but logistical I don't think sense to me, but – I don't think Pollard's better than Elijah Mitchell at this point. I don't think he adds anything. Ooh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't think he he would add anything different to that offense. Then. Either way, I don't but think Elijah having, Mitchell having both of them would be a bad thing. No, they definitely they definitely wanted to. I mean, based off the fact that they want to bring back Raheem Mostert, I think they definitely want to 
have that dual attack of speed backs in that zone rushing. I think the Chiefs, first, let's let's get rid of the, the one out of the way that I think won't happen. The Jets make so much sense that there's no way it's going to happen. Well, they have they, equity to give, too. They have picks. They have the draft picks. They have the cap space, and we know that they have the want because they were so in on the Tyreek Hill deal. So oh. all those things point to, oh, and they have Robert Sala, who came from the Niners, so he knows Debo a little bit, presumably. Yeah. All those things lead to, and they have the um, uh, Mike McDaniels, the old OC at the Niners, who coached Debo. All those things point to, oh, he's perfect fit in New York. But New York doesn't land these picks. Doesn't get these Historically, no. Um, Historically, no. The other place that I thought made sense was Philly. Philly, I think, makes sense as well. They don't really have a number one wide receiver. They have a good running back, but Debo would be an immediate upgrade if they use him uh, that way. I think he would fill, and to pair him with Jalen Hurts, I think that that was the other one that caught my attention. It was Kansas City, Philly, Mm -hmm. and even the New York thing. Those three teams made the most sense in my head. I know logistically I said the Cowboys do, but I think that that's – I don't think there's any way that the 49ers are going to trade Debo to Dallas. And Kansas City making this deal – I the one the one hesitation I have with Kansas City because we know they have the draft capital because they just got it from the Miami they have two firsts that they could easily give we know they have cap space ish because they didn't pay Tyreek they have a clear need because they don't have a number one wide receiver apart from Travis Kelsey and he can't catch every ball that Patrick Mahomes throws they need a wideout to really bring in that space do they want to pay a guy at that top of the position, top of the market money? Because that's the whole reason why they traded Terry Kill. They weren't willing to pay that money. Yeah. Yeah. Do they trade for a rental? Because he's he'd be on their, their team for one year and then maybe they get something done. And then, but is that worth a, is that worth a first round pick to, for just one year of Debo Samuels and then he wants? Mm-hmm. They do need to do something though. They're in a desperation mode. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing. Either way, if he does end up leaving, they're going to have there's going to be a big name wide receiver going to a different place, which again is seeming to be a trend as of recent. <laughs> but so. I think can we both agree the perfect spot for Debo is in San Francisco? Yes, I agree. <laughs> where he can have the most value, I think, is in San Francisco. Yeah, and I still think that's the most likely scenario. I'd hope so because that team is. Uh, I was talking. I was listening to it was Coward, Colin Coward, and he was saying immediately this would knock the Niners out of contention oh, yeah. in the NFC for sure. There's no way they oh, could compete with the Rams, who are probably going to get Honey Badger. It seems like so, and getting everyone this year. This year. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Well, whatever ends up happening with Debo, I mean, either the 49ers are going to stay in contention in the NFC or somebody's going to get markedly better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless they can do a swap with A.J. Brown 
in Tennessee, which I don't see that happening because they both have the same agent. Yeah. yeah. So. We'll see. 